Salvate discipuli and salvate omnes. Welcome again to another episode of Latin in Layman's. I've been having a lot of people reaching out to me, just wanting to do kind of a Q&A ramble bamble sesh. And I think I'm definitely down to entertain that. I think we've done a lot of Latin grammar and I am really ticked off right now. So I'm going to be hitting up Spotify for podcasters here um, because they put me on hold forever because I don't know why some of my my episodes now are being locked. Like I can't even listen to them. And what they've done is they've set up a subscription-based thing. So now I have to subscribe to my own podcast in order to listen to it. You guys know me. I'm not trying to lock you guys. I'm not a gatekeeper of my podcast. I'm not going to do that. I've been doing this podcast forever. I'm not trying to put some sort of microtransactions embedded within here. I'm going to figure this out so that you guys can actually get all of these episodes. That being said, this episode will for sure be um, accessible to y'all. But um, I'm just, I think I have to wait until the next uh, month where I re-engage with the monetization platform. And I'm just going to... um, select a listener support like I've done in the past, essentially. And listener support is just like, basically, if you feel like you want to help me out, throw a couple bucks, couple cents, whatever you want towards me, you can very much do that. I actually didn't know that people were doing that, or if you guys were, or if maybe the, well, all right, to give you an idea, over the past three months, from all of like the, you know, you guys have heard my, uh, my ads for Spotify for podcasters, you guys know I don't put stock in the money that I make from this kind of thing because it really is, it's a little passive income, but I mean, hey, three months and making a total of about 15 bucks in three months, I don't think is, <laughs> that's, uh, I can put that towards some gas money maybe or whatever um, in this ever increasingly expensive world that we live in. But um, yeah, if you didn't know, um, yeah, I, that, yeah. I make zero. So I'm not trying to, hey, I am trying to get better about plugging my Patreon. If you guys feel like you would like to do that for me and help support me, um, I currently just have one Patreon um, supporter. Uh, and Taylor, I appreciate you so much. Um, also a an amazing uh, student and very eager. I love having very eager people just wanting to learn for the sake of learning and growing. So Thanks again, Taylor. I'll always shout out all of my supporters whenever I can because I see you guys just as much as you see me. And I want you guys to know that. I will, as much as I can. I know that through the ethers and just hearing my voice is kind of weird. But when I think about it now and when I think about podcasts that I listen to, I feel like I kind of know that person a little bit more. And I want you guys to know me more as well as I want to know you guys more. Send me questions. Send me comments, concerns what you like, what you don't like, what you would like to hear more from in this podcast. I was thinking about bringing in more mythology here and there, more medical, more legal stuff. I've been listening to things in the past that I've done um, where I would actually just take Latin words and then I would riff off the derivatives. So I was listening to one where it was, what was I listening to? Uh, it was a, just a bunch of words, basically, both Latin and Greek. It was basically etymologizing the word cum, 
which means with, and the word sim, sin, sil, which means with and or together, but in the Greek. So I was etymologizing words in the English that entertain the Greek aspect of with and or together versus the Latin aspect of with and or together. Things like commemorate would be com, which would be the cum from Latin, which is with. Memoria means to remember, essentially, when you commemorate, you're remembering with, essentially, you're honoring with, versus something like a um, synonym. Sin meaning together or with. Onim, the genitive form of nomen, meaning name in the Greek, actually. Well, actually, onim is Greek and it doesn't come from nomen because nomen is actually Latin, but onoim is the Greek. And that would mean synonym together and or with same name, aka with the name or the together name essentially is what a synonym would be. So I was listening to that and I was like, you know what? I, I've been doing a lot more deliberate where I'll take just one prefix, affix, suffix. I was realizing that I've changed uh, the way in which I've procured my content through the years, and it's ever increasing. Like I was realizing that I don't really say without further ado a lot anymore, although I used to say that quite a little, uh, quite a little, a lot more in the past. And I feel like my without further ado has transitioned into the that being said. I know I have a lot of isms. I love how people are like, yo, you should make a shirt where it just says ramble bamble on the back and then that being said on the front or vice versa. I can't remember what they said, but I was like, you know what? You guys make me feel famous and I'm not famous, even though I have students reaching out to me being like, oh my God, Mr. Connolly, you're famous, blah, blah. I am not famous. I feel like when I interact with people that reach out to me, they feel like they're talking to a famous person. Guys, I just have a 19 point like 6,000 followers on TikTok. I have about, well, I'll pull it up right now and we'll have just a longer intro of me ramble, bamble, skibbity, bibbity, bop in here before we actually get into the questions here. But I last I checked, I was at 79 ratings on Spotify, which is absolutely an amazing thing. Like, I really cannot, like, I, uh, my heart is full. You know, because like I talked about in the past and how I addressed my audience in one of my Q&A, not Q&A sessions, but I was answering a question on TikTok because you can actually do video responses to questions. And one of them was addressing the edits and all that stuff. And, and well, this is actually a question that is in my Q&A that I'll just talk about now and how like it's really the, uh, this question is in regards to, um, how has it felt being seen as this famous individual and having it happen so quickly and so fast? And then also to address the edits because somebody asked that on TikTok and I'll just kind of relay that here because like, you know, at first I was flattered with all the, you know, whatever they were having to say about me and Mr. Connerly being, uh, or like, girls going feral for Mr. Connerly and this and that. And all right, here we go. Just real quickly. We're still at 79 ratings, but we've gotten my 4.4 up to a 4.7. That's amazing, you guys. I really appreciate that. 
And why I'm mentioning that is because, yes, I had all this traction off the get-go. Everybody was making these edits of me. And you know what? I was overwhelmed. I have never felt so overwhelmed in my life the first day that I got traction. Because oddly enough, I literally had put out I, I, I look back at this video recently because it was funny. I had been recently actually getting a lot of flack from actual followers of mine on Facebook and Instagram, aka friends of mine that are just, they're like, yo, you're, you're like, your incessant like plugging of your podcast and TikTok on your stories is really annoying. And I'm like, really? Like, are you, you're, you're upset about that? I'm like, you know, you can mute my stories and not everything like that. Um, yeah, you can do that. In fact, my therapist taught me how to do that because I didn't really realize, but when you see somebody on Instagram and you don't want to look at their stories, you can't do them from the actual profile. What she she let me know because she said like she doesn't really advocate this but sometimes if you need to just like separate yourself a little bit get a little bit of breathing room this is definitely what I had to do with my ex okay definitely maybe you've had to do it before as well sometimes I don't know why but you know what it just is what it is and sometimes you need a little extra help from uh these parameters, boundaries, if you will. And so what you can do is if that person has posted a story, you can hold and your, your finger on the story and it will pull it up and say like mute story. And then you can either mute the story or you can mute the stories and their posts. So I was like, bruh, you can just do that. Like you don't have to make a big deal out of this and tell me that the Latin thing is still stupid and telling me that it's been stupid ever since I started doing it back in quarantine. And it's like, I thought like, well, you are a friend of mine, but like, I guess how much of a friend are you really? And so on this TikTok, I was addressing because this was more than one person as well as just getting flack in general from people. And I was talking about how it's all about putting in the reps. It's not about being perfect. It's not about being the best. It's not about expecting that you are going to be the best at anything and everything that you do right off the get-go. That's called a maladaptive form of perfectionism, and that's just going to debilitate you and not facilitate growth, okay? I used to be that way as a kid. I was a stress bucket of a kid. Maybe you are. Maybe you also have unrealistic expectations of yourself. I realized it when looking back and reflecting and being the stress bucket of a kid that I was on the golf course, especially always expecting that I needed to perform a hundred percent, a hundred percent of the time, which is just not the case. Sometimes you can only give that 50%, but you got to give the best out of that 50%. Sometimes, you know, that's what a team is. That's why we have in football, you have first string, but you also have second string and you have third string in order to sub in when you can't give your full, because we can't always show up at our full 24 7 365 and if you think so and you would say that david goggins is a clear example he is somebody that i hate as an embodiment of uh, people to actually strive towards it's not healthy he's wrecking his body he's lying to himself he's lying to the people around him it's not about beating yourself up and treating yourself like crap 
right? Because I used to see this all the time, especially at the new year when I was working in gym settings and physical therapy settings, because a lot of the people after the holiday season come into the new year wanting to get into the gym, right? We all know this kind of meme where it tapers off towards the end of January and then everybody that was there before remains there and all those new people that started up at the beginning of January are gone. But why did they go there initially? They go there out of a, out of a state really of not liking themselves. They're upset that they've gained weight over this, the holiday season. They go in, and you know what? When I have people that used to tell me and come to me and say, I want a workout that's going to kill me and crush me and leave me on the ground sweating, and, and it's like, you know what? That's not what it's about, at least not right now. What you're about is you want to take care of your body. You have not been happy with the way that you've been taking care of your body, and you want to be different about it. But... Everybody comes in emotionally charged with emotion, emotions tied around their goals, but those emotions are all negative. They hate the body. They hate the way they look. They want to get skinnier. They want to get fitter. Instead, why don't we come into the new year saying, you know what? I might not have treated my body as well as I could have, but you know what? This might be a good opportunity for me to treat my body a little bit better, to move my body to move my soul in that respect as well, to feel better, to get blood flow. That's where it should start. Because at the end of the day, all those people that come in emotionally charged are the people that freaking leave. So don't tell me that it's all about beating yourself up because it's not. It's about the small ones. It's about showing up. It's about putting in the reps. And so when watching this TikTok, because I know I'm talking about this and going riffing and riffing and riffing off, seeing all these edits and all that stuff afterwards, after the, because I released that video that day, it was over some, I think, hypo words or no, maybe ad or ab. Anyways, there I am. I go to the gym. I'm doing my typical little like kind of like half aid workout because I was I've been so severely underfed at school, like not having the time to eat and stuff like that. Luckily, I've had an extension of my time on Mondays and um, Tuesdays and Thursdays for my lunch. But, um, you know, so far that hasn't really proven to, to help very much. But uh, it is what it is right now. And it just it's the, the nature of the world of my life and being too good at my job that it's made me strapped in my schedule. And that's what happens as teachers. But I'm getting on a side tangent here because I was at the gym and I opened up TikTok because I don't keep notifications open on TikTok. And I uh, I just uh, st- I see a 99 plus at that, that notification thing when I opened up TikTok. And I'm like, what the frick? And then I further open it up and I just see like all this stuff happening. Just like I'm that. And then, you know, seeing all these comments and, you know, like, some of them rather cringe and me being like, oh, and then some of them making me laugh and some of them being like, hey, you know what, when am I going to have dinner with mom or, or, uh, you know, did you tell mom about us or, you know, just funny little like quirky things that people say, saying that like, oh, they're married to Mr. Connerly. But, you know, I get it. Everybody glommed onto my image. And that's not why I've been doing this Latin stuff. Now is it? No. 
I have not been doing TikTok for the past two and a half years, given a bunch of blue steels and uh, whatever's uh, that Ben Stiller is pretty rocking awesome at, at in Zoolander. Wasn't doing that for the past two and a half years and being like, oh, yo, uh, Liam Connerly, male model looking for freelance photography in order to build my portfolio. Hit me up at Latin and Layman's the rhetoric revolution dot com or email or at gmail.com. You know, I don't know. So, no, that's not why I did this. And it was overwhelming at first, but I didn't really entertain it. And I addressed it. And I'm addressing it further by saying, you know what? I was flattered. I am flattered. Sometimes we need the reminder that we are beautiful individuals, but you also need to be reminded that you're beautiful too. And sometimes we need to just take a step back, look in the mirror and say, you know what? I love you. And I love who you are. And sometimes we forget to do that. I forget to do that. I'm my own worst critic. I'm sure you are too. I think we all are. And sometimes it's a nice reminder from other people that I don't even know to be like, you know what? That night I was like, you know what? I haven't been giving myself enough credit sometimes. Because I do. I have a lower self-esteem. I've been bullied throughout my life. In fact, when I was a kid, every single time, and this this is deep resonant with me. Like, I don't know why, but this was for a long time. Actually, almost throughout all of high school. Um especially when girls would figure out that I had crushes on them, they would almost take it as as if it was like, a, you know, they would take offense to it and they would bully me because of it. That happened from middle school, um, you know, grade school. Man, I, yeah, girls bullied me a lot. Guys bullied me a lot. They made me feel small. Sometimes I still feel small in this large world. And to be reminded that, you know what, I need to give myself more credit I appreciate you guys for doing that for me, you know, but at the end of the day, I didn't entertain it because I am at the end of the day, this vessel that is here to carry the information from my head out into the ethers. And if you're here and you happen to see me and I happen to be something that's nice to look at while you learn something and you actually learn something new, then come on, stick with me. I'd love it. You know what? I don't care. I I really don't, but it was just one of these things where I'm not famous. I'm the same person that I've always been, and I always will be, and I'm not going to allow some sort of stupid TikTok stuff to change who I am because I know that I'm rather secure in myself at this point in my life, and it's taken a lot. It's taken a lot. I'm 28 years old. I would say that I've become secure in myself within the past three years of my life. Two years, maybe, more so. I mean, I used to be such a yes man. Always did everything for everybody else. Now I'm, I'm learning to draw boundaries in my life. Maybe you're working on that too. I don't know. This leads into another question of mine. Somebody asks why I don't show my, my tattoos more when I'm lecturing on my TikTok videos. And really, it's not because I'm thinking about TikTok as much or whatever uh, that this person added a lot more to their question. They said, you know, they were asking like, oh, are you not allowed to show them at school or blah, blah. And um, I actually have worked at a school in the past that does not allow the showing of tattoos. um, But I worked there briefly. 
and that was for um, other extenuating circumstances. Um, and look at that. I'm just this the the intro is just bleeding into the actual thing. So, um, yeah, I'm just going to continue on. Actually, I thought I was going to stop, but now I'm not going to stop. They were asking about those tattoos, and um, the reason why I'm not doing individual people, at least for these first couple questions is because I've gotten these questions more than like six times, seven maybe. So a lot of people have asked these questions. And the reason why is the same thing in regards to tattoos. Um, I do think that my tattoos can cause a bit of a distraction. Uh, if you guys look at the comments in my TikToks, sometimes people just comment on the fact that I have tattoos. Um, I'm not here to show my tattoos. My tattoos are for me. If you know people that are getting tattoos for other people, um, they're doing it for the absolute wrong reason. Like I said before, tattoos are a form of artwork for me. They are a form of art that I want to adorn on my body. And they all have some sort of little significance to them, if not a greater significance, or they're just aesthetic for me. And I like the way they look and I wanted to put it on my body. But the reason why is because I still just consider myself this vessel to carry all the information in my head to you guys, all right? If you're here to listen, I'd love to have you. I'm always going to be entertaining the learning, the process of learning and growing through this world. And sometimes I will roll up my sleeves. I typically, a lot of the time, the reason why I wear the, the coat um, is that it keeps me from rolling up my sleeves because I have an aversion to roll up my sleeves a lot. I just, I typically like that. I like doing that. I don't know. I just always, anyways. Um, so it helps me to kind of like not do that as much, but, um, also I just like, I feel like people, especially being like one of the youngest, always in my field, whenever I'm teaching, people take me more seriously. My students take me more seriously, especially when they see Mr. Connerly with the suit and, you know, maybe a tie for the first week or two, excuse me. Um, yeah, that's, that's just who I am and my tattoos are for me. And, um, I'm so happy that other people appreciate them, but at the end of the day, they're still mine. They're not yours. You can admire them, but, uh, I'm not here to distract people. I'm not here to try and make and be like, yo, Mr. Connolly's so like cool. And he's not just a teacher. He's got tattoo. Eh, you know, like I'm, I'm just this dude. Okay, I'm just this dude likes to teach Latin and linguistics and help you guys grow in this world because Latin isn't just Latin. Latin has amplified my understanding of the world around me. And uh, I hope you would agree if you continue on with me. We'll leave that little rhyme a dime and move on to our next one. Actually, my recording. So this is what Spotify for podcasters does. It does it in 30-minute segments. Right now, I'm looking at 23. I'm going to stop right now, and then I'm just going to restart so that um, essentially that's why I start off my intros and film those little bouts right there so that I can restart it and then have the 30-minute period to just dive into the material and such. But you know what? This is just a, a serious ramble bamble today, guys. So here you go. All right, so for our third question here, um, what is the etymology of the word etymology? 
This is from TJ. Well, TJ, love the question. Etimos comes from, well, that etym, because we spell etymology, E-T-Y-M-O-L-O-G-Y. So it's going to be etym, which comes from the Greek etymos, which means the true sense. And then ology can either mean the study of or words. The true sense of words or the true sense and the study of, in this, and in this case, words. The etymology just refers to the true sense of the word. The study of the true sense. Either one kind of works in that case, but that's what etymology is. And if you guys remember and think about it, that's what it really is. Like when we talk about etymologizing something like support. Sub, the derivation of sub, meaning under. Port, coming from Latin porto portare, which means to carry. What are you doing with, when you support someone? You are carrying them from underneath. You're providing a safety net. You're providing them a spot. When you respect someone, you re, you back, and or again, and then specto spectare to look at. When you respect someone in its simple form, you are looking back at them and you are acknowledging them and you are saying that you see them just like they see you. Okay? See how they all true sense, the ology, the study of, and in this case, the words that we use. Hope that was a good fleshed out quite answer for you, brother. Thank you again, TJ. What's it like teaching middle school? I've been thinking about it, but talking to other teachers have led me to believe that I should not be coming into this field at this time. What are your thoughts? From B.B. Skib. B.B. Skib. Thanks. Sorry if I mispronounced your tag or whatever. But teaching middle school is amazing, I think. Um, a lot of people don't like it. I think that I've come into my own with teaching middle school as opposed to high school uh, because middle schoolers are adorable and they are little puppies. They really are. And when I say that, I mean that sincerely because they sometimes, they, they have amazing self-awareness. They just don't have the ability to act upon said self-awareness. I'm always the guy to ask questions to them, you know, like, what you doing? Should you really be doing what you're doing or are, you, are we in Latin class right now, brother? It's really easy because they become very aware. They're like, oh, you know what? You're probably right, Mr. Connolly. I'm sorry I'm playing a game on my iPad right now. I'll put it away. You know, it's one of those things where, and that's another thing. Monument, I don't agree with all the iPads. You, like, we need to get rid of the iPads. That's why I'm, my, my students know me. I'm Print Maestro 3000, writing all with our grammaticas, going through all of our grammaticas. I'm getting them writing. I'm getting their brains moving, their hands moving. We need to move our hands more, we not just our thumbs. That being said, that was a little side tangent, sorry. But middle schoolers are great. They rely on structure. You got to give them that structure. They're going to tell you that they don't want that structure, but routine is what's going to get you uh, to not have behaviors in your class. Or you can just be really, really, really gentle and then lay down the gauntlet once you need to. Um, that takes time because that's who I am. I really lead with a soft 
sophist or whatever you want to like i am the biggest softy with my students oh my god sometimes i'm like i can i i've 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 cried in front of my students before they know this i remember when we when julio passed away when nala had to be put down all in the same week dealing with health stuff you know everything just started to compound on me all at once and uh the students were asking about uh, my demeanor and I kind of, I'm real with them. I'm honest with them. I let them know that I'm a human and that I'm here and that I deal with the same things that you guys deal with and that it's all about not making me into this person that is not relatable. Be relatable to the kids so that they can be like, you know what? You're seen. I see you, Mr. Connerly. <laughs> I was looking at some of the pictures that I had taken on that Friday at the end of that week when all these kids brought in notes and candy and letters and they made me feel so like welcome, embraced. They they made class-wide yeah, none of my high schoolers did this, but my all my middle schoolers were just so amazing. It's about setting up expectations. It's about giving them those routines for them to rely on and what they it, because they give them give it to them, they know. They know how to move forward from there. And just be on them. Just be on them, but at the same time be gentle with it. Be gentle. My tone is something that I've really had to change. That was that was something that I changed from in my first years of school. But now what I do, it's like my tone is that I can lay down the gauntlet. In fact, I did for a class on Friday this past week, um, which I hadn't really I hadn't really raised my voice like that in a while, and they needed to know that because the the um the lack of turning in homework for that particular class was getting a little recurring and i needed to address it because i was upset because i don't give a lot of homework at all and my students would agree wholeheartedly that being said though i don't know if i'm gonna also urge you to go into the teaching field right now because um, I know that I'm not going to be in this field forever. I'm. It's just not going to do it for me. I can't do this. Um, I know that. I think my coworkers as well know that. Um, especially when you do well at your job, it's unfortunate that you start to get lumped more and more and more responsibilities. And then and then admin doesn't take a step back and realize that they've probably thrown too much at you until it comes to a head. And here I am dealing with a lot of extenuating factors that are making my life a lot more difficult on the day to day. My autoimmune stuff is coming back in full force. And it's because of the, of the fact that I've had, I've been able to only literally drink my calories at school because that's I don't have enough time to actually physically eat food. I have since being able to talk with my admin and them being able to work with me, which I'm very grateful for. Um, 
I mean, I've had one, I've had one lunch period this entire time and we are, today is October 29th. Um, I have had one meal that I've been able to actually sit down and eat uh, with a fork and knife. I've been drinking all my freaking calories because 20 minutes for lunch is not enough when I also probably need to utilize the bathroom. I need to maybe print. I got to do other things. It's not fair. It's not okay. And just because I grew the Latin program from a skeleton of what it was last year to what it is now, you know what? I mean, you guys can throw all of that kind of stuff on my plate, but then now you're just going to burn out one of your best teachers and now he's going to have to leave. I don't want that to be the case because of how much I actually love the community that I'm involved with, but this isn't my life. I can't do this and uh, forever. It's creating too much anxiety. It's creating too much of me I'm not being able to to, cha- to to live my life as a 28-year-old guy. Like I feel like I'm wasting it working for a job that I work overtime for every single freaking day of my life. I leave work for work at 6.45 in the morning. Six, 6.40, 6.45-ish. And I, I think the earliest that I've been able to get home if I if I don't hit the gym around 5:30 if I hit the gym around 6:45 7 o'clock sometimes because it depends on traffic cuz Colorado drivers are lunatics and sometimes you'll find a flipped car on the side of the road or sometimes people just speed up to slow down in the middle of I-25 and there's just like all of a sudden like there's this back-to-back traffic for absolutely zero reason because people can't seem to let other people merge in to the actual highway so people are just trying to cut other people off to then slow down to speed up to slow down it's so infuriating sometimes the traffic around here anyways I'm getting a little off topic with the traffic, getting a little heated there with that. But yeah, that's kind of a situation that um, that I deal with. And I'm reaching out to parents. I'm, I'm doing all these other things. I'm private tutoring. I just, it's not working for me. I hope you're getting a lot out of this question. I just, I... I have a lot to say about this because I want to do always the best in my life. And for some reason, sometimes doing the best uh, makes me into more of a martyr for my job than I can't do anymore because it's wrecking my body. So consider the things that I have said. And I haven't even talked about the politics that have just embedded themselves within school culture now. Like everybody, parents just think that you are, like luckily I am really good with dealing with parents. My parents are on my side. Um, I love them a lot. I love their kids. They know that I love their kids and that I'm here to support them too. I've always had my kids' backs to the nth degree. I will always. They're my homies. They know that. But in other realms in the world and when we're taking books off bookshelves and it sounds like it's turning into the handmaiden's tale in modern society and you have all these people and you deal with admin and you deal with 
people trying to scare you about your TikTok and telling you that you need to put a disclaimer on your TikTok and all these kinds of things, even though you teach very innocuous content, which is about putting words on a whiteboard and then extrapolating the Greek and the Latin from the word. There's a lot that goes into teaching that is just seldom teaching anymore. Talk to a nurse, talk to a doctor, talk to a cop. All of these people that I've talked to, I resonate with them in their fields because we all deal with so much more. Talk to a server, for instance, you know, it's just, it's very interesting how people are making things so much more People want to complain more about things that just don't need to be. People are just trying to create problems out of nothing. Yeah. Or they're trying to make problems out of solutions. Um, and then for every solution, there is a problem. And there, I've, I've dealt with one parent like that. And that parent is just that parent because uh, they're well known at, at school for being the way that they are because they just. Uh, are volatile but sometimes yeah you just gotta watch your back you just gotta be aware you just like you gotta understand that like sometimes students aren't going to have your best interests sometimes they will rat you out sometimes you gotta make sure like like i said before at the first school that i taught at here out in colorado springs i got a written reprimand for saying pissing off in the class that's why i i that's why I say half aid. I don't even cuss on my podcast. I've never cussed on my TikTok. I'm innocuous. I am Switzerland. You don't got anything on me. And if you try to dig stuff on me, you're going to find nothing. So I'm going to leave it there as a part one because I realized that this will be like a long podcast. And I'm going to make it into two parts because I have more questions to address. So stay tuned. Stick with me for the next episode. Thanks again for being here. Tempus est